hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Okie Dokie. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and may I just start this episode off by saying that I am so glad that you are here. If you are listening to this week's episode, I just want to say thank you and that I'm giving you a huge, huge hug. You can't see it right now, but I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a hug filled with love because who doesn't want some loving hugs, right? Right. Alrighty, so let's just hop into the content for today's episode. So, background info, if you are new to this channel or you just need a little memory refresher, I am a rising sophomore in college and I have, I guess all of us have if we've been through schooling, I've experienced some really, really great teachers and professors and then I've had some where it's like, You walk into the class and you just want to bang your head against the desk until you until you can't really think anymore you know we both have those moments with different professors and teachers and i thought that it'd be cool to reflect and look back on three of the most influential teachers or professors that i've had in my life And this isn't just saying like, oh, this professor really helped me understand macroeconomics well. No, like I'm talking teachers and professors that have taught me something beyond the classroom, which I think is really important. And then as a little disclaimer, I'm not going to use the real teacher or professor's name. So they're going to be like really goofy made up names so that I can refer to them by. So I don't keep having to say like, oh, this teacher, this professor. So yeah. You get, you get the idea. And so let's just jump right into it. The first teacher on my list is one that I am going to call Popsicle. Yeah, don't ask me how I came up with these little goofy nicknames. I was just thinking of words off the top of my head. So Popsicle, right? So I had Popsicle my junior year in high school. And I was taking a class that was a requirement for me to graduate. It was not a class that I wanted to be in. And I don't want to give away the subject. I mean, I guess I could. Uh, I don't really know. But point is, this was a very difficult STEM class, if that tells you anything about it. And keep in mind, in college now, I'm a business major. Like, respect to all you STEM majors out there and people that science is your jam. But science is not my jam. Math is not my jam not the type of music I like to dance to. And so in this class, it was filled with a lot of people like me who this class, we were all just there for the requirement. Like we weren't going to really use it later on in life. You know, it's just so that we can fulfill that core high school requirement of like, yeah, that person over there, they're going to be a well-rounded student. So anyways, point is, yeah, so we're in this class and this teacher clearly understands that. And none of us really care, which is super helpful because it really dictated how they taught the class. And this teacher was just the definition of chill. Like this teacher really, like you could walk into class and you could be wearing like your shirt backwards and like holding your shoes and, you know, walk in with maybe just like a single piece of loose leaf paper and a pencil. And this teacher wouldn't bat an eye. They'd just be like, oh, hey, so-and-so, what's up? Hi. 
how you doing today? You know, like that level of chill, which we love, especially when you're in high school, especially your junior year, because your junior year in high school is when shit hits the fan. Like you are studying for standardized testing. You're thinking about colleges, doing all your extracurriculars. So that's the background as to why I think that this teacher was pretty, pretty cool. But now here is what they taught me beyond the classroom and I had to give you all the background info of like the vibe of the class and the situation just so you could fully understand where I'm coming from and Popsicle this teacher had some health conditions the year before so I had this teacher my junior year of high school and they had these issues there my, or my sophomore year so the year before and these health conditions from my understanding were life-threatening and I don't want to exactly say what it is but you can take a guess it's a common thing that happens to people well I don't want to say common but basically a health condition and this health condition really changed popsicles way of viewing life because if you are going through a time where you're really fighting for your life I mean I can't say for certain because I'm fortunate enough not to have had that situation happen to me but I can imagine that it, you know, if you have to come to terms with possible death, you're probably thinking about a lot of things in your head. I mean, even now, if you think about death and, you know, you're doing all right, it's still it's still a lot. And what Popsicle really taught us is that life, like this sounds so cliche, like please don't click out of this episode. It's going to sound super cliche, but life is kind of short and unexpected and so yes it is important to work hard in school and to get a good job and support your family and everyone else but at the same time you have to make time for things that make your life worth living so is this like making time for you to watch your favorite tv shows to go hang out with your friends to go on long walks by the beach and contemplate your existence Whatever it is that makes you happy, you have to make time for it. And like, just basically don't spend your whole life as a workaholic is what Popsicle taught. Because I think this can all be summed up like in one scenario like that happened in class is some boys came in and they were like, oh yeah, man, like I accidentally spent like all weekend on a video game. Like, bro, I'm talking, I was on that game from like Friday at 1 a.m. to like, Saturday, you know, what, like, morning, whatever. So point is, the dude spent a long, long time on this video game. And, you know, the other guy was like, man, like, I totally get it, but, like, that's a waste of your time. And Popsicle hears this conversation and chimes in and goes, hey, yo, student, like, the boy that spent, like, way too long on a video game, probably over 24 hours, was like, while you were waste not wasting but while you were spending all of this time on the video game were you having fun and the students like yeah i was and so popsicle goes well there you go it was worth it then if you got enjoyment out of it that's fine and some other girl was like well i spent 2 hours on tiktok the other night and once again popsicle goes did you enjoy it did you see something cool were you happy with it cuz if you were then that's fine Who cares? And just that type of attitude, I think, has really stuck with me and given me something to think about moving forward. The second person on this list is a professor that I had my freshman year of college. And I'm going to be calling this professor Confetti. 
Just like I did before, I want to give you some background information on the class that I had this professor for, because I think it does, you know, help paint a picture in your mind of what the vibe and what this professor's like. And so I took this class that this professor taught, and it was a core requirement for my business major at Fordham University. It's like one of those classes where it's borderline busy work, but the school itself places a bunch of emphasis on it, so it is important. But anyways, what this professor Confetti taught me is kind of just reiterated the importance of knowledge. Now, hear me out. It's a little dumb being like, well, duh, Lena, you're going to college. Like, I hope you'd be getting some knowledge. But Sometimes we have professors or teachers where you feel like, eh, I mean, yeah, I bet you're a smart person, but like you're not really teaching well. And I can tell that you don't really care about us as a class. You don't really care how well we do. You don't really care to answer our questions, etc., etc. No. This professor, Confetti, was on top of their game. I'm talking when they walked into the room, it just radiated big brain energy. Like, this person is a walking Google, just a wealth of knowledge. And it's one of those things where you could go up and ask Professor Confetti something, something so niche, and they would just have an answer for you. It's like they just knew everything. And now I'm sure that maybe half the time there might be BSing or they don't actually know the answer, but it's just one of those people where holy cow, you're so smart and you've done so much in your career and it's really impressive and it's kind of just kind of like what I want to be doing with my life. And not only that, but this professor seemed to truly care about their students. If you had a question and you needed to stay after class, this professor would talk to you as long as you needed for you to understand the concepts. Or even if you just wanted to have a conversation about something you read in the business news websites, they would love it. They would love to just hear your ideas and bounce off of you and add and do whatever they can to help you out in your career and the rest of your time at Fordham. And that's why I wanted to mention them in this episode. The last teacher that I want to mention in this podcast episode and share with you kind of builds a little bit off of Professor Confetti, but let's call this teacher Tortilla. And I had Tortilla two years in high school. I had them my junior year and my senior year. And what Tortilla really showed me was the importance of passion. Now, you're probably like, okay, like passion in the workplace, that's a great thing to have. How does this relate to what you were talking about with confetti? Well, because Tortilla was so passionate and seemed to truly enjoy their job as a high school teacher, it showed in the way that they presented themselves in class and interacted with their students. Like, this is a teacher who, just like confetti, will stay with you as long as you need to understand the concept. They truly want you to succeed. They are your biggest cheerleader, and it's one of the few teachers where if you had a personal problem, you might feel comfortable enough to open up and talk to them about it. Now, I don't know what you were like in high school, but if I ever felt comfortable opening up to a teacher about a personal matter, like, that is Big, big, big news. I mean, most of the time, like, you don't really interact with your high school teachers. But that was saying a lot. And 
it just showed me that when I grow up, I want to have a job where I'm truly excited to go to it, that I enjoy it and I'm putting effort into it and I feel like it's rewarding because that is how Tortilla seemed as a teacher. And I don't even think it was just me that felt this way. If you ask almost any of Tortilla's former students, that's how they feel. Like I, you know, people talk, people, they know what's up. They know who the good and bad teachers are. They know what the vibes are. And that was just the general overall consensus of Tortilla. Alrighty, so I have ran through my list of three teachers and professors that I just wanted to reflect on. And I don't think they'll ever hear this episode, and I'm okay with that. I hope that, I don't know, it was entertaining for you. Maybe it makes you think about if you've had any teachers or professors that have kind of taught you more outside of the classroom. I don't know. Maybe just think about it a little. Hmm. Anyways, as always, I hope that you have a spectacular, wonderful, dazzling rest of your week. And I'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye!